Gennaro Rewind, hosted by Matt Namofsky. Hello NRL fans and welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host Matt Namofsky and welcome back to another Supercoach Classic pod. i got Nom with you mate. Nom, how are you? Yeah, very well. Thanks. How are you mate? Good, good. Uh, we just talked about some some draft waivers to look at and now we're up to classic the all important remaining trade so let's start with the top how many do you have left made after super trade week but my trades last week so or this past week so i've used all five mm. um so that leaves me with eight left for the remaining uh eight or so games so you know i'm on a tight rope okay i've got 10 left I only use the three this week but I think you can take a, take a moment to cheer. We've been talking about it for the last six weeks. Do we bring in Ruben? Do we not bring in Ruben? The price is going up. I think you pulled the trigger this week. I did pull the trigger. You know, I'm, uh, so I traded out um, Stephen Clyden. I've had him since the beginning of the season. He, uh, he I guess, you know, after moving to, to the other edge, he just hasn't you know, um, been in that uh, rich vein of try scoring form that he was last year. Um, so I pulled the, pulled the trade. Uh, you know, he was 700 and 700 plus when mm. I brought him in. So a lot of cash, but geez, it, it was good to see him go over for a double and you know, kick another 50 goals this week. Yeah, look, it was it was tough. Again, I didn't pull the trigger. I did go to Kalen Ponga, but um, was able yep. to bring in Ponga through Emma Smith um, and got me, got me about 100. So not too hard, but again, the, the cash rise that Garrick's made now. Um, it's it hurts not having it. So it's all right. We you miss some of those, but we're here to talk about those the those remaining traits because I just wanted to kind of talk through what I'm thinking about. Get your reactions. Maybe you've got some other ideas or something that you're going to do that might inspire me. But my my goal here with the ten trades is I want to get I want to do two things. I want to eliminate some AE nightmares that I have in my bench right now, and I want to just get improving guns and just go for it. So. I'll, let's, I'll just start. I've got nine trades that I've got listed down here that I need to make. Then I've got one on the edge that I want to talk about right at the end. But here's what I'm thinking. So my first one here is Bailey Simonson from the Raiders. So he's done me his job. I had this since the start of the season. He's made, he's doubled up in price. It'll be around 400,000 end of this week. Looks like he's picked up an ankle injury. So was going to play next week, but now it looks like he's going to be out. I'm just going to go him straight to Daniel Tupo. It's only going to cost me about 60K. Uh, but I'll be able to get Daniel Tupper win for the run home. Proven gun, roosters, no origin. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's a great trade. You know, with Daniel Tupper, you know, he's got solid base and, um, um, you know, playing that rooster side. Look, there's some questions about the attack after being held to uh, nil. But again, that's against the storm. So, um, proven gun. Um, yeah, I think that's a good trade. The next one, Nom. I want to get rid of Spencer Lanou. So another guy I've had since the start of the season. I thought he'd really kick on this year and, you know, beat Moses Leo to that starting spot. But he's always getting around that 15 to 30. That's not good enough. It's just gonna, I need to improve it. So I've got two options. I can bring in a gun forward. I could bring like a TKO, a Haas, a Luke Thompson, or I can just snuff it out and pick up an absolute nobody. Bank about 120K in cash and just say that spot's a dead spot. What do you think I should do there? So who are you starting uh, front row forwards right now? So I've got Isaiah Papali, I've got James Fisher-Harris, and I've got Adam Fanua Blake. So I've got three props already, so I don't need a role with a fourth because I have got a lot of second rows and centers that I'll be playing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I think I might just... I don't I don't like to enough at this stage of the season, but I think I just bank yeah. 100K and forget about that spot. 
Yeah, yeah, cash it out. You know, you've already got some. Yeah, you, you're uh, you've got excess on front row fours right now. So yeah, just nothing it out, make some cash, and then um, set yourself up for your other trades. I reckon. Okay, the next one I've got. This is gonna be in a couple of weeks. So Ben Trevojevic is in my center wings at the moment, <laughs> and I love Ben, but God, I really want Kurt Sirin and, and Josh Huston to come back because if he um, if they to come back and Ben Turbo goes back to the reserves then I'm okay. But if he doesn't, I want to trade him to Zach Lomax. Now, Zach Ooh. Lomax has a huge break-even of about 80,000. 80, He's going to drop after his next game. So he'll probably be about round 19, round 20. I'll pull that trigger. But I think going turbo to Lomax will only cost him about 200K uh, after we get the, the price fall of Lomax. And, you know, in that Dragon team, very consistent, but can score some points. He'll be the goal kicker. I want to get Lomax in. Yeah, Lomax is an interesting one. I haven't had my eyes on him just because he hasn't really you know, set the world on fire this season. How much are you planning on getting him for again? So Lomax is going to be uh, right now. Let me just bring it up on the app. So he's got he's got a huge break even. So I can't touch him for his next game. I need to let him fall um, for his next game because I think his his break even is at least over a hundred. Just bring it up on the app, but. You know, for a run home, and the Dragons don't have a necessarily hard run home. Um, but look, we've seen what Lomax has done. He was the top center wing last year in in our league. He was definitely one of those guys at the start of the comp that everyone was like, "Is he going to be the first center wing taken? Is he not going to be?" Uh, it was him yeah. on offer, really. And here it here it is now on the app. So Zach Lomax, he's four hundred and forty one right now, but he's got a break even one hundred and thirty five. So he's going to drop seventy k. So he's going to go down right near you know. 380, somewhere around yeah. that range. So I think 380, Turbo's obvious, Ben Turbo is 171. <clears throat> it's not going to cost me too much for a guy. He's already dropped 163,000K. Uh, so it's going to be at least over 200K dropped. I think it's a it's a, it's a a good option to have in your team for the run home. Yeah, look, after the, you know, he's obviously not playing next round for the buy, but yeah, uh, afterwards, you know, once he drops a bit, I think, um, yeah, it's a great shout. If you can grab low max for 380, I think that's a bargain. The next one I think you're going to love. So I've got Nico Hines in my center wing right now. And obviously once Pappy comes back, you know, from a draft play, he's, he's got some value, but probably not classic. So what I want to do is I want to take the about 700 odd he'll be, 700,000. I want to move into Bradman best. Oof. So when Bradman comes back, he's going to break even to 94. So he's going to drop another 40K. So he's going to be 330K for Bradman best. In a team with Kalen Ponga, which you and me love that night's run home, I've got Kalen as my fullback locked in for the rest of the season now. I really think Bradman Best uh, running off Kalen on that edge for 330K is an absolute steal and a way to make nearly 300K in profits. Yeah, look, um, I love Bradman Best, but geez, is, when is he back? Because, um, you know, if you bring Bradman Best in, you want to get a few games out of him. I think from all reports is that he might not be back until round 24. Oh, okay. I thought it was. I thought it was a little bit earlier, so that might change. Look, if my... he's if he's back, you know, because he's got he's got the ankle surgery. Um, so you know, if he's back in the early round twenties, I think that's a great trade. But mm-hmm. you know, if he's not back until, you know, the uh, really pointing in round twenty four, um, that's going to be a worry. That's the only concern about that one. My hope is uh, I saw a report round twenty one. Uh, that might be. Oh, a I'm hoping bit... that too because I've been holding you on my bench. That yeah. bastard. <laughs> Because if he gets round 21, he gets Broncos, Sharks, Bulldogs, Titans, Broncos. Yeah. With Kalen there. So I just think... He'll eat that up. 
Yeah, that's value. So the next guy is Jacob Little. So another guy I've held since the start of the year. Don't know how I've held him, but I've I've gone the whole way through. Now I want to move him off. So right now he is 429k. Uh break even a 50, so he's not going to drop any cash. But the guy I want to move him to is Reed Marnie. So Reed is uh 465k, so it won't cost me too much, only about 40,000. Uh, you know, once he comes back, which hopefully should be in the next couple of weeks. Reed Money, who was a gun at the start of the season, averaging a 70. I could, that's a nice little trade, and I'll be able to have Reed Money and Damien Cook as my hookers for the run home. You're in a pretty good position if you can get those two in. Uh, whereas for me, I've traded out Connor Watson this week for Damien Cook. Mm. So now I got a running Cook and Braley for my run home. And, you know, of course, the week I trade out uh, Connor Watson, he, he turns up with two, two tries. <laughs> it's always the way with super coach. Always the way with super coach. All right. The next couple are some luxury trades. So I'm really over the Villiam and Kikau experience. So I want to move <laughs> I want to move Kikau on 380k. I want to move him to Cam Murray. It's going to cost me about 110k. But I think Cam Murray in that Rabbits team, run home. He's one of those proven super coach guns. He's getting into some form. Uh I think Cam Murray's gonna be a nice option for the run home. Yeah, Cam Murray is someone I'm looking forward to as well. Look, I've got, you know, there's a bit of a crisis with Tohu. Um, I'll probably hold Tohu, but I'm not sure what the reports are at the moment from, you know, whether he's he's got the AC thing or it's the concussion. So I think I'll just have to wait and see with that situation. You know, I can't afford to hold Tohu for too long. Yeah, it's it looks like he's passed the HIA, but he's got the AC joint injury, which you know typically that two week you know can, can play through it. Um, but you know they're they they're near, they're near must win situations now. The Warriors and Tohu's one of their best players, so they hope to have him back in the team. Um, so it'll be very interesting in there. The next guy, and this is this trade I really love, Nom, and it's a it's a high risk, high reward, but I think I can get some value out of it. So going back to the two RF, my boy Trent Lirio who I've held since the start of the season, the Melbourne Reserve. He's made me uh, nearly 100K in cash, but he's probably not going to get a run for the next for the rest of the season. So he's 271K. So I want to move him on to Victor the Inflictor. Oof. Now, I know it's a suspension injury. It's a suspension risk, but he's 335,000 right now. So he's dropped over 100K in price since the start of the season. If he gets back into that starting 13, can hold his spot, I think there can be some real value in having Victor. You know what? If he, for some reason, gets another suspension and he gets rubber stamped out for like another five games, then, you know, he just turns into enough bait, essentially. It's, a, it's an expensive enough, but again, it's only going to cost me about 100K to make the move. Um, so I don't really, I can just use my Spencer Lanou enough money into that. So I can, I can make that trade and not feel too bad about it. Yeah, look, I'm a fan of Victor Radley and I think, you know, Whenever he's playing the best, the Roosters seem to have their attack really firing. So, um, yeah, that that could be a risk that I'm willing to take as well. You know, I, I'm a fan of Victor Radley, and you know, if he can, you know, get his uh, temperament under control, he's um, yeah, he's a really great player. Yeah. All right, my last three trades, Nom. So they're all luxury trades, but I feel like I'm going to have to do it at some stage. So right now, in my five eight spot, I've got Cody Walker and Dylan Dylan Brown. So I love my boy Dill Bags. He's a consistent, he's on a shit out of 50 every day, but he's never probably not going to go higher than that. So I think I'm going to have to move Dylan, Dylan Brown out at some stage to upgrade my 5'8 spot. 
So I've narrowed my five A's down to three options. And I want you, I want you to tell me just straight off the top of your head which one you think uh, for the run home here. So we've got Cameron Munster. Concern is market rest at the end of the season. Yeah. Adam Dewey. I think the Tigers, you saw what he did at the start of the season. He was just one of those guns shooting out 90s. Uh, if they can put him back into the 5'8 or even get his hands on the ball more at centre, I think that's a good option. But the guy that really just intrigues me, and he shouldn't intrigue me this much, but he really does with the run home and the goal kicking is Jay Clifford. I can oh. make a hundred <laughs> I can make 100K with Jay Clifford. I can bank 100K in the bank. Uh, and I get Ponga, Best, uh, Barnett, and Ponga for the run home as my Knights players for the run home. I'll ride this Knights train all the way to the finals. Yeah, so what, what, what do you think about the, those three options? Yeah, Monster. Look, I was really hard on him at the start of the season, um, but, you know, he just hasn't, and, yeah, he just hasn't, you know, done it for me this season. So your other one you were tossing up this was Adam Dewey. Um, look, I, I'm not a fan of, I wouldn't trust any of the Tigers players to, you know, uh, to my super coach team. So, you know what, I'm actually leaning towards, this might be, you know, a bit of bias here, but Jake Clifford, I don't mind that. I don't mind that. We already talked about him as a, you know, a great option in the drafts. And I, I don't see why not that he could be a, a good option in classic as well. Okay, awesome. That's good. That's good. Now the next one, Dom, it's the most luxury trade you're ever going to hear. So my two fullback spots. Right now I've got Turbo penciled in and i got Ponga. I'm definitely keeping Ponga for the run home. Ponga yep. is, I, I'm going to go down on this sword. I think he's going to be the, the best player to have for the run home with that run that they've got. He's fresh off his injury. He's going to run through and make an absolute tear here. Turbo worries me. Now he's absolutely gunning it up right now and getting century for fun. But there's going to be a stage where, you know, the top four might be out of reach and they just say, you know what, we need to give him a bit of a rest. And Ryan Pappenhausen is coming back, Nom. My boy. Oof. And I need to have, I feel like I just need to have Ryan Pappenhausen in my team somewhere. I wish I could have three fullbacks. I could ride Turbo, Ponga, and Pappy for the rest of the way. But I feel like I'm going to have to, at some stage, I'm going to have to do a Turbo to Pappy trade, especially if Turbo goes up to near a mil. Pappy drops to maybe like 700, 750. I think we're going to have to do that trade at some stage. Talk me out of it. Honestly, that's not a bad shout because look, I'm sort of in a similar situation. I don't have Turbo. So, you know, Back in the um, round 14 uh, buy, um, I had out at the position of trading out Teddy or Turbo. And I traded out Turbo thinking, you know, mm. Teddy, he's a guy, you know. <laughs> uh, so that, you know, blew up in my face. So now I'm left with Teddy and Ponga. Um, so I'm thinking about that exact same trade you're doing, only, you know, without replacing Turbo, I'm going to be replacing Teddy to Puppenhausen. Okay. So I'm going to be doing uh, Pappenhausen and uh, Ponga to the way home as well. And I don't think t- uh, Pappy is actually going to be rested. You know, he's been out pretty much the whole season. He's got five games to get match fitness and get that momentum into the finals. Yeah, exactly. And how crazy is it that we're talking towards the run home and Tedesco is not even an option? Like, it's just the way this season's played out with the Roosters and the, the amount of injuries, you just can't play... You know, some people will hold him and he'll be very highly owned in a lot of leagues, but I just can't see an option where I'm bringing in Tedesco for the run home. Yeah, you know, it's, you know, there's that old saying, you know, never trade out a gun, but um, look, I think the, the Roosters are just, you know, one too many injuries just 
that they're, they're not looking as fierce as they were, you know, a couple of seasons ago. So, uh, yeah, um, and look, the way the Storm are playing, uh, yeah, there's definitely points to have. They're the type of team, you know, regardless of what week they're playing, um, it's next man up mentality, foot to the throat. Yeah, yeah. And the last one I just want to quickly touch on, what do we do with Cleary? So we both traded him out this week. He's over a mil. He's going to be back, you know, from reports six weeks out. So you're looking around that round 22. He's going to be one of those guys that don't want to rest at the end of the year because he'll need match fitness to get back into the groove. Mm. Do we save, do we try and save a little bit of cash and then try and do a big cash out and somehow get Cleary back in our side for the last couple of rounds? That's that's a hard one. Uh, Cleary, you know, I, I'm really torn in this one because, you know, I have him in draft. So I'm hoping, you know, they just very selfishly, I hope, you know, they give Cleary all the time he needs. Um, you know, once he's back, get back in the groove of things. But in reality, I think they're not going to, they're really going to limit his, I guess he's not going to be as doing as many of those, you know, show and goes. He's not going to be taking the line on a bit more. I feel like I know that he's got he can play through pain, but you know, I, I just have a bit of doubt in the back of my mind about you know his uh his super coach potential. Um, look, he'll still have his his goal kicking, um, but yeah, it, it just makes me doubt. I think he'll definitely have less, you know, um, just I guess try show and go sort of things. Yeah, it's. I'm very, very torn because, you know, it's only a huge pot option if someone, you know, picks him up back in round 22 or 21 whenever he's back and, you know, he absolutely goes mental. Yeah. Yeah, but to me, I think for the run home, it's just going to be for me personally, it's going to be um, those last five rounds especially. Uh, the captains will be on KP every week. So even if I bring yeah. him clear, he's yeah. not going to be my captain. I think KP is just going to be my captain for the whole way home. Um, I think a lot of players probably... We'll still have a Turbo, a Teddy. We'll have a Cleary. Um, so I think, you know, the percentage of captains that Captain Ponga won't be too high. Just because the two fullback spots will be so hard to choose between the four of them. Uh, and then you'll have some guys that try and do some point options with like a Will Kennedy with a Sharks run home. You know, they might go a Reese Walsh or the Warriors run home. But yeah, I think for me, I'm just going to have to put the pencil through uh, Cleary's name for the rest of the season. He served me very well this year. I was unfortunately not on the end of his 450 captaincy. Um, I was a copter in super in Supercoach draft. You absolutely bet me over that round, and I didn't captain him in classic that week. So it was the absolute stake to the night, to the heart. I got I got done, but he served me well. But I think I'm just gonna have to I bank the hunt the million that he gave me. I'll be able to fund the rest of my team for the rest for the run home and yeah. just try and make a push and try to get to the top thousand. Yeah, he's he's done his job. He's uh yeah, he's he's made up a heap of cash and um yeah, I think it's just yeah, time to move him on and uh don't look back. That's it. All right, Nom, that's it. Thanks for helping me out there, mate. Much much appreciated for coming on again. No worries. Um yeah, hopefully we'll uh we'll you know have our goals of you know being the top, you know, I guess one thousand odd for you and uh, five thousand for me. Yeah, that's it, mate. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great day. Hear from you soon. Cheers.